I'd like to take this time to announce that I am running for the Board of Supervisors for the Reedy Creek Improvement District. <laughs> Do you want to hear about my platform? You're ready for Reedy? Ready for Reedy. That's good. Yeah. That's the button. Thank you. I know you. it's good. You're welcome. Do you want to hear <laughs> my platform? Sure. Tier number one, almond trees. Oh. We're going to plant a bunch of almond trees down there. Why? Almonds are the nut of the future. Almond milk. Almond I think, juice. Roasted almonds. I think the almonds. almond is already here. I don't think it's the future. I think it's the present. You're thinking small. Right. I'm thinking big. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number two, a solar shield to block out 20% of the sun's rays. It sounds like a lot of people are going to be upset at you. You've been to Disney World in the yes. summer, right? We're going to reduce sun's rays by 20%. Wait, sure. Yeah. I still think people are going to be upset about that. Well, that's fine. This is why we have Reedy Creek Improvement District. That's right. We don't need to go to the state of Florida to ask permission for this. That's right. Number three, and this is the big one. All visitors to the Reedy Creek Improvement District yeah. get a free mouse. <gasps> What does that mean? We get a free, you get a mouse. You come, you get a mouse. Like a mouse animal. Yeah, like a little mouse. <laughs> is that helpful? It, well, it's a tie-in to the amusement park. It is not. Because you got Mickey. Mickey Mouse. It's yeah, a, it's they're a getting tie-in. a stuffed Mickey, you mean? No, a live mouse that no. they have to take care of. Listen. Yes? That's not cool. These are going to be, these are friendly pet mice. It's oh. This is synergy. Oh, I see. So, vote. I don't see. <laughs> Vote Justin, 2022, Board of Supervisors, Reedy Creek Improvement District. Don't do it. Hello there, my friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. And if you listen to the show today, or you listened to the show yesterday, or you ever listen to this show and you like it, please leave a review on Apple Podcast that tells the algorithm that, hey, this ain't bad. Let's send it to more people. And then it sends it to more people, they listen to the podcast, and they ultimately decide that it's bad and they don't listen to it. But you can do your part disappointing future listeners to this show <laughs> by writing a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate that a great deal. Uh, hey, today on the show, we got something cool. So we're going to talk to a gentleman who really maxed out his day at Disney World, right? Mm. He had a one-day park hopper with Genie Plus and individual Lightning Lane selections. Wow. He went to all four parks. He walked over 17 miles. In one day. In one day. This, I want to hear this. And he lived to come on the show and talk about it. <laughs> we are so happy, uh, yeah, to have him yeah, on. That's ben. great. We'll be talking to Ben in a little bit. So Wonderful. stick around, listen to Ben's. Ben's going to tell us how to how to maximize this Genie Plus. <laughs> he, I think he really got his $15 worth on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But first, we've got news, trivia, and mailbag with Autumn Plus. Hi, everyone. Hey, Autumn. Autumn Plus. I'm feeling, um, we had a nice week off, and so I'm feeling ready to go into this week plussed, mm. energized, right. so I think that's very fitting. All right, great. I'm also ready to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Autumn, so you mentioned before- True or false? <laughs> that was a highly suspect headline right there. <laughs> Uh, okay. Before we started, you said you uh, you wanted to do things a little different this week. Is this still the I, case? I wanted to do things a little differently, just like you stated on our intro, how we do things a little differently. And so typically, you go first in terms of... Yeah, we usually do highly suspect news, headlines. Highly suspect. And then okay. trivia. Yes. And you've su- decided that this, is, this isn't this is how you want to do it anymore. Well, I didn't say anymore, just no, today. you're just done with this. Just today. I, the old. Well, so sometimes it's exciting, and I have reached a point where it is, it does. It gets harder and harder to really find trivia that Justin doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I was excited about the variants I got this week. Okay. And so instead of, you know, waiting, sometimes it's hard to, like, wait and do the intro, yeah. and then you to do it's the thing, and I'm like, it's anticipation. So sometimes, I think this has only happened one or maybe two times where I've we've flip-flopped the order yeah. of it. Yeah, I, I have noticed sometimes, because I, I usually do highly suspect headlines first, and I see you start to, you, when I, the more I talk, you get drowsier and drowsier, <laughs> and by the end of it, you're kind of lethargic. Yeah. So you're, okay, <laughs> so you do trivia first this time. So yeah, well, I think it's good for us to mix it up, and for our listeners, right, is to hear things uh, in a different We'll order. see. I mean, go ahead and write in. If this infuriates <laughs> you, please send us an email, easydizitpodcast yes. at gmail.com. My feelings won't be hurt if you um, prefer the news first. No, and, and I prefer, you know, to collect some evidence 
So this never has to happen again. No, I, so I will say, you have like news headlines, but I will say A Stumps J, mm-hmm. right, is trivia, which is news to people, right? Somebody listening, it, it doesn't know yeah. this information. It so is new it's information. It's a form of news. Yeah, it is a form of news. <laughs> it's a form of news. All right, so here we go, A Stumps J. And for those of you who are tuning in for our first time or one of your first few times, this is where I try to stump Justin with trivia based uh, on all things Disney World, Universal, Disneyland, Disney Cruises, parks, etc. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to go and I actually have got some, I just I just think some interesting ones today. All right, okay, I'm going to start you off. This one I think might be a little easy. I think you might know the answer all to right. this one. Okay. Disney World, listen carefully. I'm listening. Disney World Resort is home to the largest blank pool in the world. The largest tidal wave pool or wave pool. Incorrect. Would you like another? No. You want the answer? Yeah. That's your final answer? That's my final answer. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm right. Disney World Resort is home to the largest sand bottom pool in the world. Uh, Uh, This is at Stormalong Bay Bay at Disney's Beach Club. It's just people speak remarkably about it. I have not been. Justin hasn't been yet either, right? Yeah. Yeah. 750,000 gallon sand line pool. Okay. And it's the largest in the world. 750,000 gallons of sand. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) They put a wave machine in Bay Lake to make a, a okay. wave pool and oh. I, they could only like turn it on like once because it killed a bunch of fish and there was oh, uh, going right. to be issues with erosion so it, I know it's not functional but I think that was the largest a good effort at factual information but Justin I must once again correct you the wave machine was installed in the Seven Seas Lagoon not Bay Lake also I could find no information indicating it was the largest in the world then or now Lastly, the wave machine ran for about a year before being completely decommissioned. But so it's not like it's incorrect. It just wasn't the fact yeah, I was giving you. I gave you the right <laughs> answer. You gave me the wrong question. Let's move oh, on to the okay. next one. Okay. <laughs> that sounds about how things go around here. <laughs> sounds exactly right. How many different outfits does Mickey Mouse have? Approximately. Approximately. <laughs> this is a fun <laughs> trivia question. You want me to approximate well, the number? Well, I'm going to give you like a range. I'm going to let you like if you're in a range. What is, I could just what is the amount of outfits that Mickey Mouse has? Just just Mickey Mouse. Okay. So does this include like animated Mickey Mouse or just like Mickey Mouse in the park? This is Mickey in the parks. Seventeen. It's higher. Wow, higher than seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Let's go thirty-three. Incorrect. Is that your final answer? That is my incorrect final answer. Yes. Okay. One hundred and thirty-six. Wow. I mean, this is going to be a historical number. A person in a Mickey costume. This is going to be a historical number, not a current number, right? This is... Like over the years, these are the different outfits. Yeah, 130. In in Mickey's wardrobe, though, that exists. There's 136 outfits. He could slip on any one of these outfits at any any time he wants. Because he's he's the mouse. (laughs) So maybe part of this promotion, this Reedy Creek Improvement District promotion is... We give you a mouse, and it's in one of these 130 different outfits. We dress up the mice that we're giving oh, to people. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. No. <laughs> Are you ready for number three? Yes. Stump number three. Why does no rainwater ever fall off Epcot Spaceship Earth? Well, it's channeled. It's channeled. Space shoppers. <laughs> How is it channeled? That, well, it's a geodesic sphere. Okay. And it, they, each little section is pointed upwards mm-hmm. and the water is channeled downwards very good epcot's iconic spaceship earth was designed so that when it rains no water ever pours off the 16 million ton sphere mm. instead the water travels through a passage in the ball and is funneled into the park's world i'm sorry oh. into the park's world showcase lagoon How cool water is that? actually goes in and then and then is uh recycled to the lagoon wow. i that was awesome i didn't know that that's pretty wow. cool that's cool All right, you ready for number four? I am ready for number four. Okay. Okay, so this is a two-parter. Okay. Okay. What is the the, number? The first part first, please. Okay. Now, this first part might have come up before. The second part has not. Okay. But you'll see why I'm doing them together. Okay. How many guest rooms are in Walt Disney World? Thirty thousand. That what we said about thirty thousand. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so how long would it take to stay in every single room in Disney? I think you did this part of the trivia question too. No, I this no. this I know because I look back because I what I do is every I go through room? now and I screenshot them. 
Okay, every so single room? Yes. Not every single resort. Every single room. Every single room. 113 years. Ooh, that's a that's a good guess. Okay. That's a solid guess. Give it one more. You're actually you've overestimated it a little bit. Seventy nine years. Oh, we are so close. <laughs> Almost like we you're did this trivia a... question. No, I, but I'm telling you, we did not. We we really didn't. Final answer though. Final answer. Sixty eight years. Wow. So if we went <laughs> and stayed pretty much every day mm. and did a different room, yeah. it would take sixty eight years. But they're adding rooms all the time too. So, uh, well, I'm mean, last time they've added rooms, though. And now that well, they'll, they'll be putting up the the new DVC tower at the Poly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so this will increase. Mm-hmm. This will increase. I just thought it was interesting. Um, not the guess, but like the amount of years when you were to put it that way. It's like, oh, that's like really yeah. not possible unless you started going when you were like a baby and <laughs> yeah. that was like your life's mission. That's true. But like that's kind of an impossible thing. It's but it's impossible. Disney World, you know. So I guess that's it's, it's world. It's a world. Right. Most people don't uh, get to travel the world in a lifetime. And I don't think you need to stay in every room. I can see every resort. Every room seems a bit much. No, every resort is very doable. Yeah. That would be cool to do. Well, I wouldn't say very doable. Oh, well, okay. But but like, very, but but like, it's very possible in terms of the ability, you know what I mean? The amount of time in mathematics. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, and if it were free, it would be quite easy. It would be. So, yeah, please, if you're listening, if you like that we did Ace Dumps J first, let us know. And if you didn't, also let us know. And now we'll move on to the highly suspect headlines. That's right. Let's do some highly suspect headlines. So here on the Easy Dizit podcast, when we talk about news, we do highly suspect headlines. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read some headlines that are highly suspect. And they're highly suspect because some will be true and some will be false. And Autumn will use her powers of deduction deduction, to determine which are which. Are you ready, Autumn? Which which is which? That's right. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to weed out the fake news. First headline. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs bill to dissolve Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District. True. Yeah, this is true. This is hard to avoid this news, right? <laughs> it was hard. I will, like, was not. It was like someone was on Facebook who doesn't yeah. post anything about yeah. this. I was like, oh. It's interesting. A, it, New York Times ran it, LA Times. NPR did two whole articles yeah. in the last two days. Yeah. This is all over. <laughs> so if you listen to the show last week, I'm like, this is just politics. So yeah. this isn't going anywhere. So on Wednesday. Justin was wrong. Oh, Justin was wrong. <laughs> on Wednesday, the House passed the, the Florida State House passed the bill. On Thursday, the Senate passed the bill. On Friday, governor signed it into law. This is the deal. Wow. So the bill goes into effect this July. 2022 to begin the process and it rules that the districts created before 1968 including Reedy Creek um, need to be dissolved by June 1st 2023 wow yeah but how like do we think this will happen I still you could I don't I mean that's to dissolve that would that totally messes with Disney I mean if that was to happen that would be yeah it definitely reduces some of the flexibility they have a lot yeah. Like a majority of how they're able to do what they do. Well, they I think. Yeah. It might take them longer, you know, because now instead of just going to the Reedy Creek Improvement District for a building permit, they have to go to Osceola or Orange County for Wait, a building permit. Which, right, but but those counties are factoring in like those counties work for the people. Reedy Creek, the only people that actually even live in Reedy Creek work for Disney. Yeah. Do you Land, know what I mean? There are like, landowners in They're Reedy not, Creek, like, everyone in Reedy but... Creek is is for Disney. People outside of Reedy Creek are not necessarily for Disney. And, in fact, might have particular qualms with Disney being nearby, you well, know? So. No, I think I think the people in the area generally like the fact that Disney's there, but just because the industry that... I mean, that's if you were a certain kind of business owner, but I don't necessarily. I, I think I think that's a big assumption to make. Yeah. But I, I, well, it was all it was a swampland before Disney moved in. It was literally Central Florida sure. was swampland. Sure. And there was. But I mean, they've managed the grounds, and now yeah. it's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, this has been kind of funny to follow. It's always funny when Disney comes into like real news media. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and people start talking about Disney um, on social media. It's always funny. There's. There's like a lot of breathless reporting, you know, like, well, Disney has $2 billion, uh, Reedy Creek has $2 billion in debt. So does that debt go to Osceola and Orange County? If no. This, well, that's what some people are saying. You know, that's because of the debt, where does that debt go? 
So it would go to whatever counties or, or districts or whatever absorb Reedy Creek. So there's a lot that needs to get worked out because how this does, was done super quickly. So and how does that happen though? Because is it the county's debt or is that then Disney as a corporation's debt? Uh, this there isn't really precedent here, and I am actually not a municipal lawyer. I know that's a bit of a surprise. Can we contact one. I, I I feel like that might be interesting to have on so, the show. Yeah, uh, if you want to listen to a municipal lawyer, I would probably go to the Disney Dish podcast. You know, Len Testa is talking to municipal lawyers, <laughs> and we probably he will. I'm guessing he's going to have one on sometime soon. But he has people. I'm going to reach out. It. I have a friend that's an employment lawyer, but probably knows other lawyers. <laughs> it's not the no, same. no, no. I know it's not the same, but I'm saying like. I know yeah. people that are lawyers, and you would, could, would I assume know have more information, you know, than I, you or I? Well, would there's about. a lot of reporting now, so you can go and read about what some lawyers are saying for sure. Mm. Um, so, like, you, I, if you listen to a bunch of these episodes, you know, I'm not exactly a fan of corporations, right? We we don't like give Disney the corporation like a pass, and and I think right. corporations running go, uh, like governments not exactly my cup of tea in terms of no. you know what i think is right and all that given that though to be one of these people in orange and or, or Osceola county or could have the potential to have their life flipped around in terms of taxes and and, and and debt burden and all that stuff i just think the changes this large should probably be researched before they're made you know this was done oh, this they were talking about this a couple weeks ago and they did it in three days in terms of passing the law no economic impact study was done to revoke this law you know what i mean so no so no one really knows what's going to happen everyone's you, just guessing right now and trying to figure it out you might say you might say it's unprecedented, which is a word that I've come to hate in this pandemic. But it's like these we unprecedented that times yeah. that this is also this is also unprecedented. unprecedented. Not as serious as a pandemic, luckily. Of course not, no. But um, there's some interesting but. things. So there's you know some reporters talking to Disney executives. And some of these Disney executives have concluded that the legislature actually can't dissolve the district without the approval of voters. So this is going to court. Definitely, this is going to. Who go are to the court. voters? The people that live in Reedy Creek. Yeah, I think that's who it would be. So that's going to be yeah. hard. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, or it might be the Orange or Osceola County voters. Could I we don't talk know. to? I want to know. I want to know who are the people that are Disney's lawyers. Who are these people? Because yeah. they are like. There's a lot. No, I'm, yeah, there's got to be this more than one. But <laughs> I just imagine like, who are you to get that job? And oh my goodness. Yeah. So they wow. have some work to do, which, so I think this will actually, this is going to wow. be very interesting for me to follow because this is, it's just an interesting thing. I really want to, I'm looking forward it to seeing what happens here. Yeah. I don't really have a dog in the fight either way. I don't think Disney needs its own government, but also I don't think it makes tons of sense to make this change because Disney as a corporation stood up against a bigoted legislation, you know? Right. So, right. They were, they were in that sense then doing the right thing. Yeah. And this is complete retaliation for their stance, their their speech. And, you know, if we're saying that corporations yeah. are people and have the right to free speech, which is, once again, baloney, right. then Florida state government is punishing this corporation for exercising free speech. Yeah, that, I mean, that's why the lawyers are, like, not worried about it, not holding up, maybe. I don't know if that would be why. I, I, I didn't say the lawyers aren't worried about it. I'm just saying right. lawyers are saying that you, the way they see the laws, you can't make this right. change without voter approval. Right. I think the, the biggest takeaway here is we don't really know because it's unprecedented but we're going to find out and it's going to be all over the news yes and, and we're going to be in the know just keep listening to us if things really get pressing who knows maybe we'll drop a second cast a, a second episode in a week I you guarantee know, you I won't do that <laughs> oh, I would be Reedy interested Creek in doing update. that yeah 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 no I'm just saying if things get really like you know alright you can do that they stay like reasonably interesting then we'll, we'll wait a week but but if, if things really get uh, hot and heavy if you will in fact you might want to I'm already bored with this, so let's move on oh, to the next okay. headline. That's right. <laughs> All right, yes, number two. <laughs> All right. With COVID case numbers rising during spring break, Walt Disney World reinstates masking rules in all indoor areas. True. This is false. Yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, this past week, masks are no longer required anywhere at Walt Disney World, including transportation. That was the last one. Are the numbers like doing an odd thing where they're rising here? Because they're rising, they're pretty bad here right now. And not as much in Florida for some reason. Are we in a... I don't actually know of COVID case numbers. I made that up. This is a completely fake headline. I just know in Connecticut where we are, the numbers are high and the hospitalizations are high. 
So yeah, you don't have to wear a mask anywhere in Disney World right now, which is nice. I mean, indoor <laughs> though, with the, with the cases rising, I would yeah. put on a mask. Nope, you don't have to do it. And uh, Especially because I don't know who around me is masked. Like at school, I work in a small school. Oh, you would wear a mask. And and I know like it's like 96% of the staff in, are vaccinated, so yeah. I'm fine being unmasked. But yeah. if I was indoor in a space with that many people and didn't yeah. know, I would not. Yeah, I still wear a mask at work when I'm working with little kids. Yeah. Just because they're full of, they're spitting and snotting. And and when I'm in like a monorail with a bunch of people, a lot of them are going to be kids. If I had a mask on me, I'd slip it on. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I would, I I might even plan to bring a mask for some some circumstances. Mm. All right, you ready for highly suspect headline number three? Yes. Disney catches housekeeping cast members stealing from rooms at Port Orleans Resort. False. This is another true one. Sad, oh, right? Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, and it, here's the I thing. I thought this was one that was like a twisted. I thought this was one that had some truth in it, but was false. Yeah. No, this has some truth in it, and it's true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny how that works. There was that. a sting operation. They did a sting. So they set oh. up like a hotel room as a decoy because they suspected some people of theft. There had been some reports, some housekeepers. And uh, they left $200 in a bag as like bait. And they got them on video, taking out the money. It was they were really specific in the police report. Each took out sixty-five dollars. There was two, and then put the rest of the money back in. Oh, interesting! They weren't trying. To they didn't take all, all the money. Yeah. Uh, so huh. yeah, they're going to jail. They're fired. Kind of a bummer. Like, yeah, it's sad. I'm not defending anyone who's stealing from people, but what are the circumstances that they find it necessary to That's risk right, their job to steal sixty-five dollars? I mean, there's few cases where it's like, oh, you found money on the ground and, and you take it. But but if yeah. there's regular stealing, yeah. that is typically someone that is sick in some way, right? They're struggling with addiction or in poverty. Or maybe... You know, which they probably are. Yeah. They probably do not make enough money yeah, if they're if you're a, a Disney housekeeper, housekeeper. For Disney, you're in poverty. You are literally... The amount of money you're making is you cannot live off Absolutely. Of alone. Absolutely. So... I have, I have concerns so, about that. So, wonder... two things. Don't steal and pay your housekeepers more. Yeah, right? Like, if they were left more substantial tips. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. Screw you said tips. pay your housekeepers more. Yeah, not people. Oh, oh, oh. Disney needs to pay more. Yeah, yeah they I do. don't think it should be on the onus of, like, the individual. Sure. Tipping is a scam. Tipping is Oh, yeah, BS. no, it doesn't work. Yeah, sure, it's, sure. It's, no, I So, agree. property owners and business owners can maintain more profits for themselves and shift the burden of salary. Onto people. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. right. And it puts people in a really uncomfortable very, position it, where you have to smile for money. It's the definition of inequitable and I would love to hear more about like Disney's again this whole reimagined tomorrow and they've got a lot on inclusion but what are they doing to be more equitable starting with their pay right? yeah. because you can't have a conversation about equity or inclusion right or diversity without considering how marginalized groups are impacted all right autumn so my fourth tier okay. in running for board of supervisors for the Reedy Creek Improvement District is to bring on a diversity, equity, and inclusion director. Yeah. And Gosh, I wish you knew somebody. <laughs> I wish. Are you familiar with the term knew. nepotism? <laughs> oh, yes. We won't talk about that. Not personally for you all that are listening. It wasn't, wasn't us, but right. yes. That's how I, I, well, let's be honest. That's how you got the job on this podcast. <laughs> oh, the job. That's you right. You did know me. That's right. That's just right. saying. That's right. I forgot all the money that I was being paid to do this. I, there's seltzer out here sometimes. <laughs> there is sometimes I occasionally seltzer. provide gum. No, you haven't provided gum in a well, long no, time. No, to be smacking into the microphone. Yeah. It didn't yeah. work out. We had to stop the gum. You do provide a warm Kahula dog to sit next to us, though. Yeah, he does watch. <laughs> Are you ready for the fourth headline? Yes. This one is... I don't know if I'm ready, actually. ...much I... happier than the other headlines. Okay. Let's, let's end on a positive note here. Free Disney Dining Plan promotion coming late summer 2022. A free Disney Dining Plan? Like, option, this is something like, they, they used to do. To get a free plan. Yeah, like the quick service plan if you're at value or table service for moderate or deluxe. Oh, I, I don't know, but I want to hop on this. I'm going to go and hop on this. So we that, This could be the way that we experience the dining plan is if it's free. The That's free the only way. way I think Justin would let that happen. Possibly. But this is another one. This, these ones that are like could be realistic are tough. Mm. 
Mm. But you said it was happy, so I'm going to go with true. I'm going to be optimistic that this is one thing. And I'm always talking about how Disney needs to give away more free food, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically, like they need more free food options. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give them a chance and say yes. This is false. Come on! No, are you serious? I'm here to crush you today. no! You said this was happy! It would be happy if it were true, but it is not. You're so (laughs) slimy. Another reason I'm not running. I'm not voting for you. Yeah, it's very very much a politician thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful with us. So it is something they do. It's just it hasn't happened since. Well, the, the Disney dining plan isn't even back yet. You know, they haven't even oh, announced that back right. yet. Uh, that's that's still not there. You can't even pay for it. Why? Why do you, Justin, or yeah. you, Lynn Testa, if you're listening, <laughs> believe that this isn't back yet? It doesn't make oh, yeah. sense to me. I don't understand. I can tell you what Lynn Testa would say. Okay. Because I listen to him and I've listened to him talk about this. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's a capacity issue. All the restaurants aren't open yet. They're still opening restaurants. Oh. You know I mean, I was doing research for like infographics today. Yeah. And looking at the different restaurants, and most of them are back. But in terms of like fine dining in Epcot, for example, there's three, but only one of them is open, La Cellier. So, yeah, all the restaurants aren't open yet. And, and the restaurants that are open, the staffing isn't, they're not fully staffed. Wow, I guess I thought they were more to capacity than with dining no. than they were. No, it's no, it's all about they, they they're hiring. They can't put people on. Like they're doing these huge signing bonuses. Universal announced uh, a wage increase, and Disney has not yet done that, at least commensurate. So anyone, if you're looking for a job mm-hmm. in the restaurant industry in Orlando, you're probably going to Universal first because they're paying more. Uh, and Disney, I think, is trying to play the long game a little bit on this, try and stretch it out because. Salary is much different than a bonus. If you if you hire someone yeah. at seventeen dollars instead of fifteen dollars, yes. you're gonna have to give them a raise again next year. Right. And it's and that's usually a percentage. So I think they're playing the long game on this. Yeah, but bonuses feel sound good, but they don't. They're cheaper. They work. They do them. They're done because they work for the company. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the Disney dining plan isn't back yet because restaurant capacity. Okay. When free Disney dining does come back, and it might. I don't know if it's gonna come back this year. I, I you know. Yeah. When it does, though, generally they release it at the same time as like a regular room discount. So they'll say you can do free Disney dining or you can take 30% off. And generally taking 30% off is a better deal than Disney dining. Stop it. Yeah. So even when it's free, it's it's not, it's free, but it's really? not great. Yeah. I think oh, wow. every time that it's been released, it was released with another discount that was a little bit better. And then if you tack onto that, just like how much you're actually saving if you don't eat all the food that you get with the Disney Dining Plan, mm-hmm. then you yeah. Now, but like for our family in particular, though, I think yeah. like that I would be interested in doing it just because, I'll hey, it's it. something I'd want to try and yeah. it is an amount, I mean, it's still like a decent amount of discount and even little dude, Stuberella eats like i think i think we would get the money's worth she could the... go the whole day on a ham sandwich like a big ham sandwich <laughs> but she but she also eats especially she does. the things that she likes so like she could eat a dessert with every meal yeah yeah she no. drinks water i'm she open to trying it i'm open to trying it i'll just do it like i don't have to do everything that maximize you know financial value right, i'm all about checking out disney dining plan just to have the experience right well because again if we were really trying to maximize value monetarily like just will tell you just don't, don't go, go to, to disney yeah, don't go to disney <laughs> it's not the place for that type of thing right right so that is the end of highly suspect headlines mm. uh it was a it was a great uh four uh headlines i think this time it was i only got one right it, you know what but the one you got right was the one that mattered all right so let's open up the mailbag mailbag all right i got a message here from jessica jessica says hmm. last episode was awesome Looking forward to tomorrow's episode. Love, your sometimes day seven listener, Jessica. Oh, Jessica, we love it. Whatever day you listen to us, yes. day four, day five, day six, day seven. And also, if as a day seven listener, you keep uh, giving us kind messages and feedback, that's awesome. Stay a day seven listener. We really appreciate you taking the additional time out of your day, you know, which I'm sure is busy to write in to us. I think she's referring to the episode where I talked about, you know, day one listeners are the best. Oh, yeah. Recent episode. And she's saying she's a day seven listener here. And while I respect what you just said, awesome. Uh, I respect what you just said, Autumn. I disagree wholeheartedly. 
especially three and day three and day five listeners. What are you even doing with your life? Stop. All right. So day one listeners are great. He's joking. I didn't say this last time, but actually day seven listeners, kind of next level. Yeah. You're listening on the day. So you, 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 you pulled up the podcast. There's a new episode today, but you know what? No, I'm going to go back and listen to last week's episode first. Well, I think it's really like streaming. That means you really like us because it's almost like you're binging because you're going to listen and then you have the next one. You know what I mean? So I'll revise the statement. Day one listeners, love you. Day seven listeners, you're the best. Day three and five listeners. What about day two and four and six? Just just stop. Okay. Unsubscribe. (laughs) I don't need do not day three and day five oh, listeners. Oh, be quiet. We love all of you. And mm-hmm. we do really appreciate the feedback. And spreading the word. And we also, I just want to add in, we have some really Who awesome... Who listens to podcasts on Thursdays, Shh, Autumn? Be quiet. <laughs> I do. I, Thursdays are actually... So it used to be... Funny story about me. So I also... Wednesdays actually, for years, were my favorite day of the week. I uh, love the feeling of being in the middle. I married and a day three listener. <laughs> I can't believe this. But you did. And then, and then, <laughs> and then like, I don't know, maybe high school-ish, I moved to, like, Thursdays because I love that there was one day left, and I feel like I could start weekend things on Thursdays. Yeah. And so then Thursdays were my... So I'm a day three and day four, if you will. And uh, But anyway, back to what I was saying. We have some awesome, awesome Easy Diz gear uh, we mean we mean stickers. We got some gear, stickers, yeah. But they're like really cool. They're, they're really nice cool. stickers. So if you are listening to this episode and not you write on Thursday in something, and not on a Saturday, you go in, you put your name, you you rate us on Apple Podcasts, you just write in something that you like or didn't like. We, mm-hmm. we appreciate that. We will um, send you a, some stickers with a beautiful handwritten note. Yes, you will have to attach an image proving that you did not download or listen to the episode on day three or day five. <laughs> <laughs> That's just forget that last part. But again, we've got awesome stickers and we will send you a lovely handwritten note. If you are listening to this this week yeah. and you write into us or you we have some stickers and hand, lovely handwritten notes that need to go out too, though. We got a we little do. bit of a backlog. We, we get it. We'll get that. If you're waiting on a sticker, we're going to take care of that this week. Yes. Yeah, that's so, true. EasyDizitPodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Day one, two, four, six, <laughs> and seven. Day one through seven, anytime, even if you've listened once. We love you. We appreciate you. Don't vote, vote for Justin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, stick around. We're going to be talking to Ben. He's had a, a wacky day at Walt Disney World. Um, and you're going to hear all about it. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. All right, everybody. We've got something pretty cool today, something I'm pretty excited about. So I was uh, looking through Reddit. Uh, actually, it came up as a Reddit notification, uh, this uh, trip report. And I read through this trip report. It was four parks in one day. And it just sounded like a blast. And I reached out to the gentleman who uh, who did the trip report. And I asked if he'd come and uh, and talk about it on the show today. And guess what he said? He said yes. So can I introduce to you a new friend of the show, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about this. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of blown away by this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so was I. <laughs> So before we get into like the details of the day, tell me about yourself as a Disney fan. I assume you're a fan and you just didn't show up and decide to do four parts in one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. It's, um, I mean, it's kind of a, I grew up on the East Coast. I'm in Seattle now, okay. but I grew up in South Carolina, kind of in a small town. And so we would go to Disney World, we'd go to Orlando probably once, I was actually thinking about this recently, I think it was probably once like every other year on average. I think from the time I was five till I was 18, we probably went like seven times. And we would do usually like one day at Disney, one day at Universal, or one year we did Busch Gardens, uh, one year we did SeaWorld, like kind of one day at Disney, one day somewhere else, kind of one day at the pool. Got it. Um, so I grew up, I loved it. I kind of was always maybe a little too into it compared to everyone. You know, I was the one who's like, give me that map. Now let me study it while we, you guys are going to have your burgers. I'm studying the map. I can relate to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people can. And, uh, and then I moved out West for college and, uh, you know, only come back to the East coast very rarely now. And so for about, I don't know, 10 years or so, once, once you get to college, I, I sort of 
you know, any park fandom sort of faded away and I did, did my own thing. And it wasn't something I thought about till a couple years ago, I discovered through the guys at Podcast The Ride, you may be aware of them. I discovered that podcast and it kind of opened my eyes to like, wait, there's a whole bunch of like people know who the Imagineers are. People, <laughs> people like know their names. People, you know, like do trips as adults and just go for fun. And like, yeah. that's a thing you're allowed to do. Um, and so I kind of got back into the, the parks fandom kind of hardcore and uh, so I hadn't been to Disney World until this trip since uh, we did my senior grad night at Disney World. I'm not even sure if they still do that at Disney World, but um, the headline concert was Yellow Card, if that gives you a, oh, wow. an yes. idea of when that was. I remember burning that on a CD. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember putting that on an MP3 player. Um, yeah, so uh, I hadn't been to Disney World since 2005 before this trip. Um, I did have a chance to go to Disneyland right before COVID happened. Um, and I spent, <laughs> that's a whole other story, but I went on my own to Disneyland for three days because my wife, who's in my fiance, was like, this sounds fun, but I think you're, you really want to go for you. <laughs> and you just go. So that was like 2020? Yeah, it was actually, so it was the last week of January 2020. Um, so it was right before COVID happened, and it was also right after Rise of the Resistance had opened, but kind of in a really dead time, obviously, like, you know, before Groundhog Day, that it was in, it was three weekdays in January, so the park was pretty empty as far as things go, so I, like, rode Rise of the Resistance, got to go on every day, and I got to do, like, Smuggler's Run twice a day, and I got to yeah. do, you know, everything, like, once or twice a day, um, single especially rider. Soaks, yeah, single rider single with rider. the fast pass system at the time. Um, so yeah, that was also like a big kind of re re-engaging with that little part of me that it, that loved theme parks as a kid. So yeah, I guess in the last couple of years, I sort of rediscovered this whole fandom and got really into it. Um, probably too into it because now, now I'm like, uh, you know, I, I come home from this trip and I'm like, maybe I'm Disneyed out for a while. And then like two <laughs> days later, I'm like, I wonder if I could go like in February next year. Yeah. So <laughs> So the name of that podcast um, is the podcast, The Ride. It's three guys. They do uh, kind of a comedic take on theme park. You know, they do an episode on the E.T. ride or they'll do an episode on Indiana Jones or they'll do an episode on Muppet Vision or whatever. And they kind of, you know, discuss it in detail, but also, you know, have fun with it. So good podcast if you like theme parks for sure. Definitely check that out. Thank you. All right, so this last trip, what was, um, you said you went with your wife on this last trip? Yeah, so uh, we actually, it's, we got invited to a wedding okay. in Florida. And so we hadn't, we decided like, let's blow it out. We got, if we got to go from Seattle to Florida, it's a six yeah. hour flight. Yeah. We're going to be down there. We might as well make a trip of it. So yeah. we kind of had on either side of this wedding, three days and one day. So we could do three days at Disney, a day at Universal or three days at Universal one day at Disney. Kind of went back and forth and decided to do Universal on the longer sh- end because mm-hmm. it didn't feel like quite enough time for Disney World. Mm-hmm. And Universal's smaller. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife likes Harry Potter, so I thought that would be something she... And I'd never been to that either. And I, yeah. I actually was more... Probably like a lot of people, I, when I got to be a teenager, I was like, Universal, that's where it's at. Okay. And, you know, Disney the parks are for babies. Um <laughs> The Hulk coaster. That's the only ride I want to ride. Um, uh, so so I, 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 I wanted to go back to Universal and see the Harry Potter stuff. So we did that first, went to this wedding, and then that led us to having just a single day to go to Disney World, which was Monday. It was last Monday, which was April 11th. Got it. So you were you were time limited here. You, yeah. You did all four parks, um, but you also had just one day. Right. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have done this if it was you know if we'd had two days. You know, I probably would have done two and two or mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and originally our plan was, my wife likes animals. I even though I went a lot as a kid, we never did Animal Kingdom for some reason. Yeah. Um, so I thought, let's go an- go to Animal Kingdom. It sounds like it'll be a more relaxing day. I, I was really glad we chose that after a couple of days at Universal because the crowds at Universal were crazy. And um, uh, maybe that's a whole other discussion, but I just those parks are not designed to handle the crowds people they currently, I think, are accommodating. Whereas Disney felt a lot, even though it's obviously crowded all the time, it felt right. like it handles the crowds a little better. Um, 
so anyway, so I was really glad we did end up doing that. And Animal Kingdom was so originally our plan was to do just the whole day in Animal Kingdom. Right, right. Um, and then at a certain point, that that plan kind of changed. Yeah. So, but you started early. You started at 8 a.m. at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So we started at. I mean, I think they actually opened at 7:30. Okay. Um, and I think if you were a park, we did not stay on property. Right. On which is still, yeah, something I've still never done and hope to do one day. Um, but yeah, so I think you could go in at 7 if you're a hotel guest, 7.30 if you're a normal person. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we, we were kind of shooting for that and, and didn't quite make it. So we didn't really make it until 8. But really it started at 7 when I I was like, I'm buying, I'm getting going to get a Genie Plus and I'm going to... Yes. Buy the fast passes or you the get in there lights. right away at 7 a.m. and, and yeah. book your first Genie Plus. Yeah, and I have to say, I, I, I that I, I think I figured it out. Um, and it is very similar Genie Plus to what Disneyland used to have in their yeah. Fast Pass Plus. If so, if you use that, it's very similar, right? But I couldn't, I had the hardest time figuring out. Like when I bought the tickets, I bought single park one day tickets, made the right. reservations, didn't buy Genie Plus. Got it. So then I was like, after, especially after a couple of days at Universal, we were like, we gotta have the Fast Pass. Yeah. So to try and upgrade our tickets to Genie Plus was a real hassle. Trying to figure oh. out how to upgrade to a Park Hopper was not yeah. quite so easy. So yeah. there was a really nice cast member at Disney Springs the night before we went who kind of helped me figure out how to make sure I could get yes. Genie Plus. Because you actually have to buy it day of if you That's buy. Right. If you buy a single park one day ticket, you have to buy Genie Plus the day of for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't know. Very yeah. If you don't buy it, if you don't book it as part of your like hotel package, then you have to buy it day of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is honestly what I recommend. And, and a couple things is, are interesting here. Like this is a one day trip that you ended up using for parks. So for things like Park Harper, which maybe isn't always like the best idea if you're doing like five days, six days. Right. And then Genie Plus, which you don't really need for every park. But if you're going to do one day, one park, I mean, you're you're doing it right here. You went all in. Yeah. Well, and, and that kind of led to to the to deciding to try and do every park because yeah. <laughs> what kind of happened was again my wife not a huge theme park person she didn't go growing up so she doesn't have the nostalgia for it <laughs> and I think she was pretty wiped after Universal again the crowds were pretty heavy there yeah and so um, we were kind of do this day at Animal Kingdom then I was like let's get the Genie Plus and then Everest was down just reopened I believe like yesterday or two days ago or something. Um, so Everest was going to be down, which is a big bummer, but that also kind of means really Animal Kingdom is with Genie. If you've got the Genie Plus, you're only going, I mean, we were done with everything by one. Right. Um, you did. Easy. You started with Kilimanjaro Safari. You got the yeah. Genie Plus for that. Yeah. So we, that was my first lightning lane selection was the Kilimanjaro Safari, um, which if, if, for people listening who maybe haven't done it, it was absolutely incredible. It was yeah. maybe the highlight of our trip in a lot of ways. I... I could not, I, I was kind of blown away by it. Um, I'm so glad to hear you enjoyed that. I think that's, yeah. it's, that's one that a lot of people don't expect to be blown away by because it's like you're on a Jeep and you're going to drive, but it's, yeah. it's unlike anything else, right? Yeah, we got really lucky. Like the, the when we went by the lions, the lioness got mad and jumped up on the rock and roared at our thing. And the, oh, nice. the, the driver was like kind of froze her, her like speech midway through and was like, whoa, okay, that doesn't normally happen. Uh, and, um, you know, we saw it just felt like a really good like experience. Um, and uh, the the exploration, the Gorilla Falls exploration trail, we did that. Both the trails at Animal Kingdom, which I think also people maybe skip. Yeah, people skip this. But yeah, with with without Everest, I mean, and with Genie Plus, we used Lightning Lightning Lanes for the Safari, the Navi, River Journey, and Dinosaur. Mm -hmm. um, and then we did buy the. You know, again, you're going for one day. You're mm -hmm. already in for thirty bucks yeah. for the Genie Plus. We were like, you know what? In for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to do Flight of Passage because yes. it was kind of the one um, I mentioned in my Reddit post. Kind of the one priority for me of all the rides. I was like, I don't really care what we do, really, because I'll enjoy whatever. But yeah. I do want to get on Flight of Passage because I've never done it. And it's very hyped. Did it live up to the hype? I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. It was actually my wife. I think it was her favorite ride we did in Orlando. Um, Excellent. Maybe up there with it was that Hagrid's. She said were like kind of the two best rides. Um, but I thought it was really great. 
obviously it, it is spectacular. I'm not sure, quite sure it's worth waiting sometimes these wait times for two, three hours. I yeah. don't know if I if I had done three hours and got to it and ridden it, right. I probably would have been a little. Right. I don't know. I guess my hot my Disney hot take is I think I like Smuggler's Run better. You know, if we're talking about simulator, 3D simulator kind of rides, yeah. I'd rather do Smuggler's Run personally. Oh, but wow. maybe that's, wow. I, you know, that's a little bit of a. I feel like <laughs> a Smuggler's Run is divisive for people. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, I think it that is highly dependent on who you ride with, and I feel like you often are stuck with five-year-old pilots. Which God bless them. Listen, let the five-year-olds in Disneyland, Disney World, let them <laughs> let them fly the spaceship. But uh, it's not going to be the same experience as uh, yeah. if you get that eighteen-year-old gamer up there. Right. Yeah, it's going to min-max it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so flight of passage was cool. Um, yeah. And what did you think of dinosaur? Dinosaur actually surprised me a little bit because um, I feel like it has maybe not, I don't know if it has a great reputation or I feel like maybe it's its considered a lesser ride. It's definitely, I mean, obviously it's the same system as Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. um, which is probably my, f- I mean, it's one of my like three or four favorite rides. Yeah. Of I was all blown time. away. I was blown yeah. away by Indiana Jones. It, that was... It's the best. It's yeah. the best. Um, so it's the same system. So that there is. Some, but I actually, I really did have a good time on it. Um, I did. We didn't at Universal do the Jurassic Park uh, ride, the Jurassic Park River Adventure, okay. whatever it's called. Okay. Um, we didn't do that. I'd done it before. We didn't do it this time just because we never. With weather, it just never. There was never a day where we or a time where we were like, let's get wet. Now. Yeah. Um, so we ended up not doing that. Unfortunately, but so not having seen animatronic dinosaurs, it was kind of fun, you know. Yes. Um, I don't know how it holds up to the Jurassic Park one, but you know, it was it was a good time. I I, I was kind of pleasantly surprised by it. But that really, like, we started in the Africa area and you know, kind of worked our way down to Pandora, the dinosaur, and then up to Asia. And by that point, if you're not going to do the rapid ride, you're kind of you know that was it was 1230 when we got to Asia, and we're like, well, we've now done. Right. Every attraction here at the right. park, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, and that led us to we, and this this goes into maybe some of the planning or lack of planning or what I should have planned, what I didn't plan. Um, but we ended up were able to get in the standby for Yak and Yeti, which I really wanted to try. You loved it. Yeah, that was uh, the be- and maybe. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to take shots at Universal because I love Universal, but the food there not was not so great. Okay. Um, and so coming to like we ate at Mythos when we were at Universal, which okay. is supposedly the best theme park. You know, it's won a bunch of awards and stuff, and, and oh, it really? was kind of not that great. Okay. Um, so Yak and Yeti was just a really pleasant. Like, wow, this is good. It's you know, I mean, it's expensive comparatively, but. Uh, to be honest, if you live in Seattle, most of the food here is like if we were to go out for dinner, it would have cost us more probably to go out to dinner here than yeah. it did to eat at Yak and Yeti. So yeah, I think people from cities like I guess Seattle or New York City, I hear a lot. It's like eh, the drinks are the same price in the city. So yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, if you go to Seattle and you want a cocktail, it's going to be like twelve dollars anyway, thirteen dollars. So I mean, it's not any different from Ogus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that so we ate we ate the Yak and Yeti for lunch. So in, in terms of a time, arrive at Animal Kingdom at eight, work your way around. By the time we were done with lunch, having done every attraction, the walkthroughs, and lunch by one ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, if you don't have Genie Plus, you could stretch that into the afternoon. Sure. But I, and if Everest is there, and you sure. really you wait the two hours for Avatar and an hour and a half for Everest, yeah. then that probably is a full day. But if you have Genie Plus and you are just kind of going in a pretty, and we weren't at a breakneck pace either we stopped for snacks at one point you know we stopped and sat and just kind of hung out for like 10 minutes at one point so like to be done with all that by one really had made me feel good that i decided to do this kind of caper yeah. in the back half of the day yeah 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 so about uh, it says here at 1 you kind mm-hmm. of your wife went back to to take a nap or to, to yeah relax. yeah and that was kind of that was that, again that kind of led to this whole idea was about so why did this was not planned 60 days out or 90 days out. this was kind of planned two days ahead of time where like yeah. the whole time we've had this trip planned for a long time and we were going to do this day at animal kingdom but like 48 hours ahead of time i was like i kind of want to do the rest of the parks mm-hmm. like we're not gonna i can tell we're not gonna we're not gonna have enough time we're, we're gonna be done with animal kingdom by one yeah for sure. and uh if i can park hop i want to at least go to epcot because I haven't been since, I don't think I've been to Epcot since like the 90s. So I, I mean, last time I went to Epcot, Horizons was open. I'm not sure when they closed Horizons, <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
when I got back into the fandom or, or theme parkdom or whatever and found out Horizons was closed, it was real heartbreaking. Oh, that um, broke a lot of people's hearts. <laughs> yeah, what a great... Uh, that, that's the one one memory of Epcot as a kid that really sticks in my mind. So yeah, so like two days out, I was like, you know what? I think I want to go to another park. I think I should upgrade to a park hopper. And it was like, well, how much is it? Okay, it's 70 bucks to upgrade. A single day park hopper is like an extra $70, which is, mm-hmm. is kind of is, is, is kind of absurd. Mm-hmm. So my wife's like, I'm kind of burnt out. I don't know if that's really worth it for me. I just assume go back to our Airbnb and take a nap and uh, she, had, she had to go back to work like as soon as we got back to Seattle yeah. so like, take yeah. a nap and rest a little so that led to me deciding you know what I'll upgrade to the park hopper and then let me see if I can route out what is my optimal route here to see every park in the day yes. um, so yeah so I left I, I mean we, we got a dole whip after Yak and Yeti and then immediately went out to the front Mm-hmm. And she went to an air to a Uber, and I got on the bus to Hollywood Studios. Awesome. Um, and I only had to. Wait. I was. I mean, I my timing here worked really nice. I yeah. I got there. I waited maybe four minutes, and the bus arrives. Sweet. <laughs> I got on the bus. I got off the bus at Hollywood Studios, and I badged or. or I, so I don't know. You might know how strict they are with park hopping, but it was exactly two o'clock on my watch when I tapped in. Like that, like, and that was with no. I wasn't rushing to be like, can I make it at two? I just the timing was perfect for like, get on the bus, get off the bus, walk up, look at my watch. It is exactly two o'clock. I'm here. I am Hollywood Studios. You know, perfect <laughs> synergy. That is that is me. Yeah. And yeah, and the last time I was at Hollywood Studios was right after. Well, I'm not sure when it, I think it opened in 89, but it was like, I was like five or six years old. We went, that's the first trip I can really remember, Mm -hmm. um, was going to Hollywood Studios. It was before Tower of Terror even opened there. So that was the last time I was there. So that, that really felt really fresh to me to go back. And, um, I love Star Tours. The original Star Tours is like my favorite ride of all time. Yes. Um, so I really want, I had a lightning, I was able to get a lightning lane for that. Mm-hmm. So at four o'clock, the, the line, I think that line moves pretty good, but it wasn't too bad. So I immediately got into Star Tours, walked on basically with the lightning lane, uh, rode that. <laughs> that was really nice because uh, when I had gone to Disneyland a couple years ago, it was right after Rise of Skywalker had come out. Okay. And so they were only doing the Rise of Skywalker Star Tours oh, experience. Which, right now there's multiple, right? And But they had it locked in. They had it locked in where you would only do, it starts with the uh, with Endor, I guess, and then you go to whatever the uh, Sith plant, Exegol, yeah. um, I think is where you yeah. yeah. I'm trying to, trying to block Rise of Skywalker out of my memory in some ways. <laughs> um, and I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I, I was really bummed, like, when I went on the first time, I was like, this is pretty cool. And then about the third time I did Star Tours at Disneyland that trip, I was like, okay, I'm now just seeing the same one I'm over and over again. again. <laughs> I need to yeah. stop being reminded of um, Ray's parentage. Right, yeah. yeah I don't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I hopped on Star Tours and I got... It started actually with the Rise of Skywalker and Endor, and I was like, oh, come on. Am I really going to get this? And then it ended up, it, it did The Last Jedi one after that, like, crate, and that was that was a pretty good one. So, did that, um, kind of walked around just a little bit in the Muppet area, because I'm a big Muppets guy, too, and I, I don't feel like Muppet Vision is going to be around forever, so I, like, I didn't really have time to do it, um, but I wanted to see it. Yep. And then from there, right into Galaxy's Edge, and, uh, just to walk around. I, I mean, I'd, I'd done it before at Disneyland, but I kind of wanted to see what, you know, it is, there are a few little, if you've been, if you spend a lot of time at one or the other, you can kind of catch a few spots where you're like, okay. the path is slightly different here. Okay. I mean, they're very, very, very slight differences. Um, but you can kind of see. I've only done Disneyland, but blown away by the detail there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I, when I went to Disneyland and did it, I just, there was this multiple times where, especially at night when it's all lit up and stuff, I would just kind of go and just sit there for a while, just yeah. like sit in that area and just kind of watch stuff because it was like, this is so great. I could just sit here, you know, I don't yeah. need to be on a ride. I can just hang out here and yeah. it's great. Yeah. So I went to Oga's and that was a, that was a last minute reservation. I booked it the day before. Okay. I was going to ask for, you, not a walk up. You booked it the yeah, day before. They, it did seem, um, Oga's. Considering how busy Hollywood Studios was, Oga's didn't seem particularly busy. Like, when I went at Disneyland, I was always crammed in yeah. with people. And there was there were open spots at the bar. There was tables with space open when I went in. Nice. Um, 
I don't know if 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 Disney World I think probably gets more families. So yeah. I don't know that that leads to fewer people visiting that location versus the um, mm. the, the Disneyland version. Because the Disneyland version was always kind of a madhouse when I was there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love Oga's. I love the DJ Rex. So like good. I said, Star original right, Star Tour is probably my favorite man. ride. So yeah. like, I just kind of mark out whenever he does his light speed to Endor, and then the music jumps up. I'm like, this is great. Um, so yeah, had a, and and I also shout out to the bartenders at Oga's Cantina. Um, they asked me, "Have you been here before?" And I said, oh, well, I've been, when I was walking in, they're like, have you been here before? I was like, oh, well, I've been to the one in California, kind of forgetting that it's all in character. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that one, that other planet, um, that location on our, that franchise on another planet, this is the original <laughs> one. That one, that one, you know, they don't have quite the same rules we do. So just remember, no blasters, no lightsabers. You know, I think, I think on this California planet, they're more open with that or something. I don't know. And then the bartenders asked me the same thing. And they were, I was like, well, I've been to your sister location. And they're like, oh, those guys, they, they water down the drinks. Like they really, <laughs> they kind of made it a whole, a whole thing. So that was fun. And uh, yeah. And so I, I don't know if I should even say this. Cause maybe the, I don't want to get a guy in trouble. Uh, they... I had a Bestman Fizz, which they don't serve at Disneyland, so they only serve that at Disney World, oh. which is this drink that comes out like smoking. I don't know if they put dry ice in it, but it, okay. it kind of steams. And then a Fuzzy Tauntaun, which was my favorite of the ones that I'd had. And then as I was leaving, the guy's like, hey, here you're allowed, on this planet, you're allowed to take one to go wow. if you want, but you're not allowed to at Disneyland because you're not allowed to drink at Disneyland. So I said, oh, no, I think I'm okay. And then after a minute, I was like, actually, you know what? I changed my mind. Let me get a bad motivator to go, just with a, <laughs> like an IPA or something to go. And he's like, he did it. And he's like, don't worry about it on the house. So wow. he gave me a freebie, which Disney. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So then I went, left Oga's and went to Smuggler's Run. I guess a tip for people, but the single I walked on basically yeah. with the single rider line. Yeah. Whereas the... And, and, and especially if you haven't, if you've done it before, right. like obviously if you do the single rider line, you skip Hondo, you yeah. don't see Hondo. You miss the queue. And you don't really have any options to say, in the past I when I rode the, did the full line, you could kind of say, especially if you're at the front, you'd kind of be like, hey, can I be the pilot? Can I be the... No. You're the engineer. <laughs> right. You're the engineer. Although I actually think engineer is better than gunner personally. Um, but you can see more, right? Yeah. And it's just more fun to just like press a bunch of buttons. The gunner is just, you just press one button to fire. With engineer, it's like there's lots of blinking lights. You yes. just kind of slap. You can kind um, of play it up too. You can hit buttons yeah. you don't need to hit. Right. I, I would, I'm just like, you know, I'll just hit this, see what it does. Um, so yeah, I, I basically, I, I was on, it was 110 minute posted wait. I was on in five. So nice. So, I mean... I actually hadn't planned. I was just going to do Star Tours, Ogas, and Bounce um, just to kind of say I was there and I loved Galaxy's Edge, so I wanted to just kind of see it again. Uh -huh. But when I saw, when I, I walked up and said to the single rider person, is there, you know, what's what's my chance here? And she said, there's no one in there you can walk on. So I just walked on. Nice. So yeah, that was my Hollywood Studios. So at that point, I guess it's three, it was about 3.30. Mm -hmm. And I had done every major attraction at Animal Kingdom, minus Everest, mm -hmm. um, Star Tours, Ogas, and Smuggler's Run. Love it. And it was like 3.30. So at this point, tell me what, what's your thought process here? Are you, are you, were you planning on leaving? Well, it looks like we got another easy dizzit cliffhanger. You're going to have to tune in next week to hear how Epcot and Magic Kingdom go for Ben. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, it gets pretty intense. <laughs> So stick around to hear about that rest of a very long day. <laughs> well, we did it. We did it together. Another episode in the can, as they say. Who says that? No one says that. No one puts episodes in cans anymore. Another episode on your podcast application list of podcast okay i'm done so thank you so much for ben for coming on to the show today it was an excellent conversation uh you've only had the chance now to experience the first half come back next week for the second half and uh yeah we didn't get a chance to talk about it yet in the conversation but ben wagner is actually a pretty talented wedding photographer so if you're in the seattle area look him up on instagram it's at ben wagner photos 
check him out. He's got some great pictures on there, and he's actually got some great Disney pictures on there, too. So check out his Instagram, at Ben Wagner Photos, and check out the show notes, the links there, too. Summer availability is kind of filling up, so if you want to get down to Disney World this summer, now is a good time to book. So if you'd like some help in doing that, go ahead and get in touch with me, easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. I'd be happy to give you some advice. If you're looking for advice, I'd be happy to book your trip if you're looking for someone to book your trip for you. All right, take care, and until next time, easy does it. Hey, it's me again, Winnie the Pooh. I can't believe people listen to this garbage. These 39 episodes or what? If I gotta listen to one more episode, ho ho ho. Anyway, we're still looking for a couple more people to join our Honey Heist crew, all right? We're going into the Honey and Wine Festival 2022. We're going in, we're getting the honey, and we're out. You want to be part of this game? Well, get in touch. EasyDizit.com forward slash I'm really a bear. All right, I'll be talking to you pretty soon.